Now, I think we're we on. I think we're running now. I think we're on. I think we're live. You should be able to go on yours and follow us now. Oh, to see right now. I can share this with you too. Early bird, I'm getting in. Getting I'm in. in. Hi. I just shared this shit out on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> you're in. Hell yeah. Live show. Live show, folks. Are you sharing this? Why not? Fuck it. I know. What All better right. way to test it? Fuck That's it, true. Dude. That's true. That's true. Fuck it, dude. We're testing it full blown. Froze is on there. So you'll be able to listen to it right now live if you had that turned up, right? It'll it'll play on your phone. Yo. Can you hear me? Oh, I put Oh shit, you got your Bluetooth going. Oh even legit. Is it lagging? Yeah. Am I saying that? Oh. Perfect. Successful test so far. We have to get our other guests. This is gonna be exciting. Um, we can play some music, we can do some different things, we can do whatever we want. Whatever we want. Isn't that crazy? So really, if I had my Bluetooth right now hooked up to my roadcaster, you do whatever you want. Dude, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you the flexibility of this thing. Well, either way, I'm in the chat room. Nice. So I'll be able to share this with Claudia right now, right? I should be able to. Yeah, she said she can't see us, so I'm going to send her a. I'm going to copy this and I'm going to send it to. Oh, you share the live show. Nice. Oh, yeah. What's her email? Oh, it's like Ava Marizen. That's her daughter. Oh, okay. Boom. Ringing. Connect. Hello, hello. I can hear you. Guys. Hey, wow. Fancy. All right. So I'm behind a bus. I don't know why Ava's name was. You put that as your username. Oh, shit. Really? (laughs) What is this racist content? All right. So, okay. So you guys were live. Yeah, we're live. This is going to be the the greatest show on earth. We just don't know what we're going to call this yet. It is. Uh, we can think of something. All right, so what do uh, we, we can think of something. All right. I say we talk about anything that's makes a all right, what are we gonna call this show? Let's let's come up with the name. Um, but are people gonna be able to listen to what we're saying now? Yeah. Yeah, if somebody jumped in right now, yeah. they could hear oh, everything. Right now, they hear everything. Really? All right. Well we should so, I should probably make this interesting. We just have like, why don't you guys take the lead? We have a lot of, um, because when you call in uh, for the real show, you're going to have to have some Bluetooth uh, a headphone or a mic set or something you can plug into your phone because we're getting like crazy feedback. Oh, that's the worst. All right. I get it. You know, maybe because I'm on speaker. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Really? We're going to, I hate that feedback. I wonder what, usually I can do this with no problem with feedback. Yeah, you sound great, but yeah, actually, great, but, but when we talk, we hear it back in our. Talk, we hear it back in our. Hold on, is it going? All right. Well, wait. 
Do you have your headphones? Unplug your headphones. No, our no, our no, our headphone. No, we can't unplug ours. We're all hooked up to the. It's all yeah. The computer's hooked up to our whole to our podcasting equipment and everything. That's what we're running our voices through. Okay, so I'm gonna have to get some headphones. When I, I'll tell you, when I've done this in the past and I put in headphones, all I was hearing was that feedback. Oh, okay. But, well, maybe even if you take it off speakerphone, well, uh, it won't it, it won't feed. If it I won't. take this off speakerphone, oh well, no, I can't hold the phone because I'm driving. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't you know don't want to do that. No, either did we. Do you want to try and? No, either did we. Oh, okay. All right. So what are we doing right now? We're just talking amongst ourselves then. Um. Well, we got everything that we got right now is what um, we're pretty much know what we need to do to get to this point. But um, if you want to call back when you can talk on the phone or when you can, uh, you know, somebody else join. Two people. Oh, somebody just joined now? Yeah, there's two people listening to us right now. Uh, what's up, Samu? Samu. Samu. Are they... So we need to talk about Kratom, the Safe Kratom Act. We need to talk about access to weed, and we need to talk about access to opioids, which nobody's getting right now. Give me okay. 10 minutes, and I'll call you back when I can hold the phone. Okay. Okay. Because I don't, I don't want you guys to do this show with feedback. There's nothing more irritating than that. Right. Right. Um. So yeah, just give us. That's okay. We're right. just gonna we're just gonna play around with this thing and stay on. And uh, even if Samu wants to. Uh, All right, Samu. Yeah, I hope I'm saying their name right. Yeah, it's S A M U. Yeah, Samu, Christina, and Ava. Ava, why is Ava Marie? Oh, because they said that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you probably put that as your. You hey, Ava, that. you're on. You're talking on a radio show right now. You're terrified of what you're talking. That's nice. <laughs> now, now, hey, you, hey, Tim, Dave, you should probably get one of your kids in on this. Oh, okay. we, got, we got a whole army. So. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. We got a baseball yeah, team. No, you should take the baby <laughs> in. Take the baby in on it. <laughs> All right, so let's do this. I'm, I'm going to be back when I can hold the phone. I will call back into the show, and let's do a run-through, and um, let's talk about what's going on. All that? right, cool. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll have right. uh, some right, listeners yeah, and uh, they can help us with a name. Yeah, how about I need to share this link? Can you jump on Twitter and tag me and I can share it? Yeah, I just um I just posted yeah, I it just, to Twitter um, and then I'll uh, share Twitter, it with your profile right now. Your profile right now. Right, because this show is under is it under the Daily Addict because Ava picked it up on Tim and Dave. Yeah, it's under our, our podcast yeah, is hosted under, on Podbean. Our, our so it's hosted on Podbean. So. Yeah, it's so on it's the, the Daily, Daily Addict. Addict. Yeah, it's on the Daily Addict. All right. Yeah. All right. So I let's try and get some people on this. Um, give me about five minutes. Let me send out or shoot out a tweet. You just tagged me in it though, right? Um, not yet. I'm doing it right now. Um, not yet. I'm doing it right now. All right. Oh, um, let's see. Here. Oh, let's I hate. See here. I hate that that feedback. All right. We'll okay, get it. my my fourteen year old's we'll gonna it. help me call in again. Okay. <laughs> so I don't okay. screw it up. All right, give me five minutes, guys. Okay. Okay. All right, bye. All right, bye. You gotta like. Wait, I go. gotta repost it, don't I? 
Do we got feedback? We don't have no feedback right now. No, we don't. It's only when her phone was on. Right. Yeah. Who's Christina? I don't know. They should say something on here. They should like say say hi. hi. What's up, Christina? If you listen to the Daily Attic podcast normally, thank you, first of all. If you don't, we'll tell you about our podcast. If you had to sum it up in one word, Dave, what would our podcast be? Uh, Sexy. Damn. That's good. I would say um, for me, it's educational because we're kind of all learning this thing together. We're doing this thing. I think drugs are sexy, though. So They are. Okay. They are very sexy, and there's no doubt in my mind that. Um, I wonder if these two people are still on here. Does it tell? Yeah, it tells when they, does yeah. it tell when they leave? Um, yeah, I think so. I see. Anyone there? All right, at Connie and Randy. Let me see here. I'm going to tweet her the link. Oh, Samu's high. Yo, what up, Samu? Are you high right now? Oh, Samu, are you like, what are, how'd you get here? Tell me how you got here. Samu looks like he podcasts himself, actually. I see Samu in front of a mic. Yeah, hey, what up, dog? <laughs> hey, man, we're just testing, so. Yeah, dude, thanks for following. Been a member here for today. Today's your first day. Fucking A. I mean, you can even call in if you want and, and give it a try. Yeah, you can call in and tell us about your podcast, too, if you want, bro. We don't have no rules right now. We're just kind of testing. We do a drug war news podcast where we cover all of the latest and greatest uh, drug busts and how it affects our culture and our country and also how it affects people. Because believe it or not, one out of every three people imprisoned in the United States is for a drug offense. Now, I can spit out these statistics to you all day. I don't even have to look them up because I know them already. There's like billions of dollars being busted uh, in drugs coming over the border like every single month. Record drug busts, bigger than ever. We, addiction rates are at an all-time high. Over, overdose deaths are at an all-time high. Prison overcapacity is at an all-time high. And uh, don't even get me started with privatized prisons. Mm-hmm. Don't even get me started mm-hmm. with privatized corporate prisons. Don't get him started, please. Man, I need to smoke another one. Damn. Damn, I'm trying wonder, to get Samu to call him. Maybe he's. I wish I could light shy. up in the studio. I'd light up one right now, here and now, here and now. Hey, uh, Samu, do you have a podcast? Type yes or no. Circle yes or no. Circle yes or no. Remember that like shit? Me? Yeah. Do you like, do you like me? me? Do you yes like me? No? No. So let's talk about a subject then, man. Let's talk about something that just came up recently: the Super Bowl. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Fucking Patty Mahomes, man, all day long. Damn. You know, the odds are that 90, this is a crazy statistic, 90% chance that, actually it's a 100% chance that 90% of the players you saw in the Super Bowl at one time or the other took some Vicodin or Oxycodone. Oh, sure, yeah. Voice 509 has joined. What up, Voice? 
Thanks for following. You know, the other, oh, sorry. The other good thing is XFL starts tomorrow and yes. Sunday. Oh, does it start tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, geez. I did not know that. I think it's going to be pretty cool. I did not know that, man. The XFL. Imagine that. Voice 509. What are you doing, man? Five oh nine. Oh, Ava Marie. Oh shit. That's my favorite. Body is back in. That's my favorite uh Levi jeans. Five oh nine. Five oh nine. Is that why they call you voice five oh nine? You like could be. Like hear my jeans, bitch. Hear my <laughs> jeans. It could be cryptic. It could be. Well, welcome to the podcast, man. I appreciate you listening. We're gonna have uh our guest, our friend from rhode island her name is claudia mirandi she is a uh patient and doctor advocate for she's like everything man cpp warriors she's she's, everything yeah she wrote books she whatever yes she's in very good shape so i'll let you guys know she's very pretty this that's why they call it the three pretty girl show right At what time she will hang here? She'll be she'll be here soon. If that's what you're asking. Yeah, she's gonna be here shortly. This was kind of like an um, impromptu it's, live show. It's kind of like a test show, so you'll probably only hear this show once. You never know. Yeah, we could edit some shit, but we yeah, don't really edit. We can, we can so. post it. So, getting getting to some of the stories <laughs> that I wanted to cover to, uh, in this episode that we were gonna do today. Um. You never know with the drug war. That's one thing that I've learned about this thing is you never know. It could be your neighbor. could be somebody you knew. It could be somebody that's What's innocent. This gift button do? Oh, so you can buy beans and shit? Oh, you can buy beans. Golden beans. Oh, Damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you about some of, some of the problems with what's going on here. Is I got a story here. From azfamily.com. The police found thousands of fentanyl pills packed like burritos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making this up. They packed fentanyl pills like burritos, man. $2.5 million worth. The Phoenix police say their officers work in part as a uh, part of the DEA task force. Speaking of burritos, man, I went to rallies today. Yeah. I know they had a national shortage of tomatoes. They do? Yeah, there's a big sign that says, due to the national shortage of tomatoes, please ask if you want tomatoes. Wow. Maybe that trade deal with Mexico fucked up the tomato industry. That could be. I don't know. I'm not too much up on my modern politics. I got to be honest with you. Not either. Yeah, we're from uh, Michigan. We live in Michigan, United States. Where are you from, bro? Yeah. You know, you know what would be sweet is if you called in because we really need to test this thing. Haiti, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. Great. Well, I can tell you it's like 15 degrees here, so. Yeah, dude, it's sucks. snowing like crazy. 
you can follow us. I, I think I posted something to our IG, some pictures of the snow and stuff like that. I'm Surprising. trying to follow Voice 509. I can't figure what's that it like, shit out. What's man. it like in Haiti right now, man? Is it cold? Obviously, it's warm. That was a dumb, stupid question. <laughs> it's obviously a tropical paradise. How cold does it get? Oh, very hot. Shit. What's very hot down there? You guys going Celsius or Fahrenheit? What's I think, very I think they use Celsius. Yeah. yeah I'm going to guess. Let's say about 103 fahrenheit oh i'm gonna say 92 fahrenheit that's not very hot yeah that's not very hot it'd be have to be 100 oh shit now you're from the dr oh nice oh you're from haiti but you're in the dr oh that's what's up man hell yeah you're international bro yeah no doubt about it Oh, I got someone calling in right now. I got Claudia calling in. Got nurse. Got nurse Nick's here too. Got a nurse in the house. Oh shit! Hey, Claudia. Hey, I know. Uh-oh. I still, my mom put these headphones in. I thought I could get off speaker, but nope, guess not. All right, all right, guys, give me one second. Okay. Sixty-five in Cali. We got sixty-five in Cali. Cold. Well, yeah. I mean, for Cali, depends. Northern or southern. Nurse Mick, is anybody here from uh from from Twitter? All right. Did anybody link up with us from Twitter? Is everybody just dropping in to check out our dope show? Dope. Unintended. How um how's the sound? Any sound on your end? You sound great. Oh, cool. All right, even, guys. And I don't hear myself either. Yeah. So it sounds oh, even better. Man, there's nothing worse than that. By the way, there's like three or four people right now. So Okay, so all right. I think we're going to call this the Don't Punish Pain Rally Show. What do you think about that? Okay. I think I think that's good. I think we got four I mean, people who could take a vote on it. All right. Oh, no. So, oh, there's, hi, everybody. Oh, we four people. I just tried to share this super quick on the National Don't Punish Pain Rally Show, but I have to usually do a live feed to explain a live feed. Um, so if you have found us on Twitter... Uh, I'm Claudia Mirandi, and I am fortunate enough to join Tim and Dave, and they have a show called The Daily Addict, and we met each other on Twitter, and I've done their podcast a few times. If you are one of the 30 million people who have been left to suffer because you can no longer gain access to pain medication, that's where I come in. So I organize protests every three months, and we protest again on March 20th. And you guys, you can't imagine the people we had to advocate for today. It was one heartbreaking story after the next. You know what our country's doing to us right now? A woman went to the emergency room. She presented with flu. You know what she left with, you guys? She left with a diagnosis of opioid use disorder. So apparently, if you even have a thought of an opiate, you're going to leave with an opioid use disorder. So what we have to do, we have to write a letter on behalf of the rallies or the doctor-patient forum to the hospital administrator, and we say, you take this bullshit code out, or we're going to report you to Medicare for overusing services. Because what they do is they pad the bill. So... If they see 
with the PDMP, and the PDMP is the prescribing database um, where, you know, pain patients, that's how, that's how the DEA tracks down uh, pain patients, because we're all criminals now. We're all treated like animals, criminals. This was an elderly person. Now I have to fight to get opioid use disorder out of her chart. This is bullshit. I mean, when is an... Um, oh, am I allowed to swear on this? You can say whatever you want to say. Okay. We can but say when, whatever we need. Hey, shout out, an, shout out to Nurse ahead. Mick real quick. She just, uh, she, you know, threw out there on the text message, uh, text nationwide rallies 320. 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see that. Sandy. All right. Sandy now I can... is here too. All right. So hi guys. I'm glad you were able to tune in. You know, the message we're trying to get out to the millions and millions out there because Tim and Dave, my phone rings day and night. And if it's not from a pain patient, it's from a doctor who's been targeted by the DEA. These are good doctors and the DEA rams down their door holds guns to their head, holds guns to their patients' heads. They terrorize them and they sequester the doctor from his spouse, right? This goes on for about 12 hours. And they're like, just, just give us your DEA registration. Yeah, we'll make this easier. You know what? Give us the DEA registration. We'll take care of this. We'll give it back to you. And I tell all my doctors, don't you ever surrender your DEA registration, ever, ever. The DEA, that's right, uh, Drug Enforcement Agency, they are there to get you. They are not your friend. And we can't get, we're trying to get the word out, but it's hard because, you know, we've got the thousands who are don't punish pain rally members, but I mean, we're only about 20,000. How do we get the word out? to the 29, 30 million who have been left to suffer. So it's just a terrible, terrible situation, but help is on the way. We are working day and night. Another lady that called me to advocate today, she was a little angry. I've got to be honest with you. She kind of scared me. Um, but she was so, it's just so sad. Um, so it seems like this lady saying it's bad here too. It's bad here, voice 509. Um, I'm scrolling through the comments. So another lady called, she is advanced stage cancer, um, pancreatic cancer, not a chronic pain patient, but she is now not, she hasn't been, you know, for the past 20 years, um, her oncologist is fearful to prescribe. What, what are we like? When, when is enough enough? What is, what's the end game for this country? So we take away their medication. Do we delete the weakest? We get rid of the weakest link. We get rid of the sickest people, the biggest burden on the country. So um, Nurse Mick says, we have a true public emergency. It's an illegal fentanyl crisis, not a prescription fentanyl issue, as the public has been to let believe. Absolutely. In Rhode Island, Tim and Dave, here's some statistics for you. 2019. We had 217 overdoses. 200 had illicit fentanyl, heroin in their system. Um, very difficult. What people don't realize, it's very difficult to overdose on pain medication alone. Now, it's you throw in... Cocktail. Yeah, yeah. Now, you throw in some benzos, right? You throw in some illicit fentanyl, and you've got a party. You throw in some... Um, 
and I'm not anti-benzo. Let me put that out there because I'll get attacked. You guys, if I say the wrong thing, oh my Christ, I get attacked for everything I say. No, I got to watch it. One of my devices. No PC now, but you know what? We don't have to worry about being PC on here because you know what, Claudia? It's just time to be real. People, people have to understand that the thing that's going on here is, is, is past all that. We're past that point now. We are just, we are talking about that earlier. You know, if you got it, like I sent Dave an emo emoji text with a little fist bump and then I sent oh, him was that one, the one to kiss and too? then I sent him back with a little brown one, you know, because you have to, it's almost like you have to like play to everybody. And then if you don't, then it's, it's, you know, that you're not being fair, but this is an important issue. It doesn't matter what political side, yeah. what race you are, what gender you are, what if you, if you're sensitive to, this is about life and death, this is life mm -hmm. and death. This ain't about all that, you know, this is basically the, uh, them blaming the opioid crisis on the doctors and the patients. And not to say there isn't a crisis. It's a, it's a legal drug war crisis. That's what it is. And it's causing um, even skyrocketing prices in, in the legal drug market. It's causing these uh, low-level pushers to be mixing fentanyl in and pressing their own pills uh, for a profit. And that's the problem. But I got a question for you real quick. What do you say to the people that say, yeah, they overdosed on fentanyl, but it was the pills that got them going in the first place? You know what I mean? Um, like, it, it, you know, I mean, it happens right. to say to say it doesn't happen. That would be ignorant on my part. I, you know, when I was talking with you guys earlier, I was with my daughter and her friend just had her appendix taken out. And um, she said, oh, Claudia, when I woke up from surgery, I was screaming. I was in so much pain, but um, they had to call in her parents to give her pain medication. And as a mom, I get that. I understand that and I receive that because I'm a mom to teenagers. Okay, are these medications addictive? Of course they are. And if you, you know, if you're, if you're down on your luck, you guys, right? You're sad. Um, you're poor. Can't make your. Can't meet your bills. And maybe you Maybe there's some uh, predisposition to addiction. Yeah, there's a good chance you could get hooked on Vicodin. There's a good chance you could get hooked on on benzos. With there's a good chance you could get hooked on anything. So yeah, we've got to. But the message I like to put out there is when taken as prescribed and stored correctly, opioids are fine. Opioids are safe. Opioids have been around for over a hundred years. But that taken as prescribed, that's serious. And I, I get that, especially as a mom. I was fortunate, you know, I'm still fortunate if I need pain medication, I'm able to receive pain medication and I can take it when I need it. And I don't feel the need to take more, but so do 29 million others. They've been doing the same thing for years and years. But it yeah. happens, of yeah. course. People get yeah. hooked. Yeah, it's, it's just like, you know, and I think that's where people get confused is they look at someone as yourself who's really getting down to the nitty gritty of this thing, who's taking your time to, you know, skillfully, you know, present, uh, present what you do to people 
so they understand what you're doing because on the other side of it you got you do have those doctors that are like the pill mill doctor type you know that are that were guilty of you know just giving out uh, thousands of pills to people that were that were you know they were obviously taking too much more than they should and and things of that nature but I think that's where a lot of the confusion lies. Like when I talk to people that are uneducated about the subject, they always point to that stuff. You know what I mean? And there's no sure, doubt sure. what happened, but the way they handled it as far as cutting legitimate pain patients off of their prescriptions is right. inhumane. And it's, yeah. it's uh, very, very disturbing when you hear some of these stories. I always enjoy listening to the stories you tell because it's the real grassroots. It's what's happening. It's not some reporter sitting there uh, reporting on the drugs, uh, the drug, the uh, the opioid crisis in parentheses, and only putting all this one sided information about you know the the companies and the doctors and the people. Like everybody's all responsible, you know, irresponsible sure. in this thing. Right. And sure. I'm sure Pfizer and all those companies made billions and billions of dollars, but they make billions and billions on every freaking drug. You ever think a cancer yeah. drug is going to be free? No, it's going to well, be fifteen thousand dollars. So it's and like. I you know, I want to say, I, I see this, I see Nurse Mick, what she said, and she's absolutely correct. Patients have been taking both pain medication and benzos for years with no issue, but now they're forced. In this country, you've got to pick one, pain or anxiety. Which one's more important to you? That's bullshit, man. And that bothers me, oh man, more than anything. That's, um, I don't know. Like to, when I advocate for an elderly person and they have to choose between their Valium or their two Percocet a day, that's cruel, right? It's yeah. bad. But no, no, I, you know, of course, listen, but they're pill mills. Absolutely. There's good doctors. There's bad doctors. There's good patients. There's bad patients. And the doctors that I work with, a lot of them say, you know, we have to just use our best judgment at the end of the day. Who's being honest with us? But here's the problem. Nobody's prescribing nobody. Uh, if there's 4,000 doctors in the country who are prescribing, that could be on the high side. And that's, there's no exaggeration. I mean, they're going after the highest prescribers. First, the DEA targets the doctor, right? So they take out the doctor. And if there's any doctors remaining, uh, these doctors have to perform these horrible, painful injections on the patients. I'm like, hey, you know, if you want to, if you want your script, you're going to have to get through this injection. They don't need those injections. So instead of pill mills, now we have injectors. Everywhere you look, there's an injector. Screw that, man. You're not going to abuse my bot. I would never have someone do that to my body for a small dose of pain medication. So it's it's bad. We're we're in ground zero. Um, I hope stuff. we can. I hope we can. Uh, earlier, you said you wanted to talk about kratom. Um, some people say kratom. I say kratom. I don't know. We all know what we're talking about here. Potato, but, um, potato, yeah, tomato, tomato. All right. I'm a huge supporter of. I'm a huge supporter of kratom. I don't use it. I've never used it. I do. I love it. Yeah, I've been using it too. Um, I used it. I told you post surgery when I ran yes. out of, when I ran out of my norcos. Uh, and I think I believe in them. I think I think kratom is you know, a good thing. And without any long-term studies or any guidance behind from, you know, the FDA or anything, as far as about long-term damage to any internal organs or dosage amounts or anything, I'm clueless. Right. But I just do a minimal right. amount. That's just a minimal, minimal amount. 
you know, I, I watched this thing about this anti-Kratom story uh, the other night, and they interviewed this guy. This guy was drinking 60 grams of Kratom a day. You know how much Kratom that is? There's 300 milligrams in a capsule, and I'll take two capsules at 600 milligrams, right? Mm -hmm. I'll take, or mm -hmm. it was a 600 milligrams. 600 milligrams, 600 yeah. milligrams so two That's is 1.2 grams. grams a day. A day. That's all I take. A day. This guy was mm -hmm. taking 60 grams of powdered Kratom in water. So he was he was taking it probably the, the highest bioavailability because he was mixing it with water. And then he was taking that much a day. Well, of course, of course, it's going to damage anything like that. If you just sat there and poured a pound of sugar down your fucking gullet every morning, do you think that what you think you're going to be normal? You know, everything's going to be good. It's like, come on, dude, yeah. you can't, you know, you can't clearly just abuse this and turn around and, and, and tell us how horrible it is when you right. obviously misused it or were very addicted to it. And I'm not, I'm not being, I'm trying not to be insensitive to addiction because I know addiction and I'm an addict and that's our, that's our show, the daily addict. And I can tell you that mm -hmm. um, there's definitely the, uh, the DNA, the gen the genes part of addiction. There's definitely yeah. the brain satisfying or the dopamine release part of addiction. Mm -hmm. There's the psychological part of addiction. There's all kinds of things. There's, one of the articles I read that was most interesting said, we are like, the, we are as a human species, we're geared for survival. Like we're automatic. Mm -hmm. We have that. We have the highest intelligence. We can make shit. We're, but we are like, you know, the most, we're the biggest addict. We, we have these addictions that are self, uh, you know, that are, that are harmful to ourselves. And, and we, we have one of the most addicted countries when you come to uh, gambling. Oh, isn't it, like isn't it the truth? I it's mean, horrible. It's, it's across all spectrums, you know, and it's sad that everybody gets lumped into the same thing when you say addict. Everybody automatically thinks you're talking about the same right. person and you're not. Sure, sure. It's, uh, you know, the important thing about Kratom is supporting the Safe Kratom Act and they have one hell of a lobbyist. Oh, wow. He is good. He is smooth like a butter. <laughs> and I've worked, I've seen him in action. The important thing about Kratom is to purchase it from a reputable vendor. We tell people don't purchase it from a gas station because this is a problem that um, a lot of people have encountered. You don't know what that Kratom has been cut with. We don't, we don't know what's in that little pouch that you purchase from a, you know, a gas station. These reputable, ven these reputable vendors, they put so much research time into the product that they're selling. They don't want their people to get sick on their product. Like and I know Some, oh, there's only yes. a, a limited amount to actually spend the money to get every batch tested. All right. Here's the ones you buy from like the smoke shop and stuff. They're not yeah. tested. You no. don't know. No. Where. You might be getting some, some rat shit in there, yeah. you know? Right. Or, and. I think one of the big concerns with with uh, kratom at this point is with uh, uh, salmonella and different types of you know it's not because it's a leaf that's outside you know and they have to dry it out and process it and everything but it's in a factory like everything else or a small type of manufacturing place if they're not keeping their equipment clean and all that stuff then there's those dangers right i mean the, they have to have good food practices because though that's what you need good handling practices and you don't know that if it's not yeah. certified if it's not if it doesn't have a third party lab testing for those things so very good point yeah i'll tell you what it's it's been a miracle i and i want to say the um the 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 amount of people that we advocate for 
that, that I advocate for personally. I tell every single person, we're in a rough time. You need to try Kratom. And in Rhode Island, it's banned. So we're trying to bring the Safe Kratom Act into Rhode Island. I think that's the name. Um, I hope I'm getting that correct. But I will be supporting their bill. My bill um, is uh, we usually testify the same night. So I'll support the Kratom legislation. Here's a problem with the Kratom community, though. There ain't a lot of them. Um, and I love my Kratom peeps, but they're anti-pharma because a lot of them are addicts. Uh, I hate to say a lot. I hate to say a lot of them, but listen, kratom keeps people clean and has yeah, for years. Right. Heroin users, kratom is their godsend. But it's um, that's why when I organize the rallies, I welcome kratom people to come out. But you know, you get kratom people. They're like, ah, oh, we don't, you know, poison pills, and they really they they hate they hate drugs probably because a lot of these people got started with pain pain pills if I could be so blunt, right? Um, but you know what Andrew Kolodny from Prop has done? This is the man that's fueled the genocide. He has turned the addicts against the pain patients. He has got the two communities loathing one another. And I work with a lot of people who work on harm, you know, harm reduction. And, um, and I talked with a really smart, cute guy yesterday. Wink, wink. And, we, didn't talk, um, we didn't talk yesterday, Claudia. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. But we, well, know, we have to. Talking to me. <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, I never know if I'm talking to Tim or Dave. You, you know, you guys have to. You're going to have to one raise your voice, one talk down, so I know if, who's Tim, who's Dave. <laughs> well, you, I'll just use one of my many, my many, um, accents, yeah. my, my many accents. I'm very tired. Yeah. You go Russian today. I'll go. Okay. No, go, you can go, go, with go Texan. Go Texan. Ooh. Ooh, um, kinky. I, I did have a nice Ross Perot going there for a while. It's, um, but a lot of people they get pissed because they're like you know this is bullshit man why do i have to why are addicts getting everything while pain patients are left to suffer and they're right it shouldn't be this way why are we getting put on a medication that addicts use to stay sober right we're not supposed to be we're, and it's so so expensive but there's nothing wrong and i'll say this a thousand times when taken as prescribed and stored correctly because I'm big on that. Like, if you have pain medication in your house, you better keep that shit wrapped up tight. Because, especially if you've got kids in the house and kids, you know, there's friends of the kids. But when taken as prescribed, and you, there's no history of addiction, and you know, when you take your first pain pill, if you feel like Superman, you're gonna say, "Hold the phone. I'm not supposed to feel like that." Because you're not. You're supposed to feel not in pain. Now, if you feel that sense of euphoria, you've got a problem. And some people, you know, addicts that I work with, they say my first high was my best high. Yeah. And that's something yeah. to be concerned with. And right. so we want to, you know, we want to be aware and um, amenable, but we've just been thrown out the window. Pain patients have been tossed aside. We are the forgotten victims of the opioid crisis. Yeah, another another thing I've been using in my regimen is CBD. I've got my hands on some high quality CBD because of the hemp bill that was passed. And now in Michigan last year, our farmers were, were be able to grow they they could grow high um, CBD hemp. And now I'm benefiting from that because I'm I've been using it uh, for two months, uh, one month 
straight, steady. And that combined uh, with my morning regimen of coffee or whatever, that's, mm-hmm. I love CBD. I am a, well, I'm it, a huge proponent of CBD. Is it an oil? Tell me about your CBD. I Dave. use I use a tincture. <laughs> <laughs> I, I use a tincture. Uh, I use a tincture which uh, is a, is kind of like has like organic coconut oil in it, and it's mixed in with a flavoring, either pineapple or cherry. And I put mm-hmm. it under my tongue for about three four minutes, as long as I can really take it. You know, as long as it stays under there. And then uh, I just take a dose every That's day. Like, swallower. Yeah. Definitely, but I hold it in my mouth for as long as I can first. And then once I, that's the, the biggest thing about CBD that I'm discovering because I'm reading a ton of research on it is bioavailability. So really, if you are eating your CBD, if you're taking these gummies and stuff like that, you're not really getting a lot of CBD into your system. You're really not. The number one way that it's bioavailable is through vape. So if, if people mm-hmm. are vaping it or smoking it, it's going to go right into your system. You're probably going to get about 70% of it. Then the next would be, you know, under your tongue. It depends where you're trying to get them. So one of the things that people don't know, because this was only discovered back in the 90s, is that we have an endocannabinoid system. This is a mm-hmm. system that takes the CBD, which is the cannabidoil, from wherever you enter it to that point or that receptor to you know activate it with your body to to achieve homeostasis so cbd really goes to the part of the body that is needed if you have inflammation somewhere the cbd will go to that part mm-hmm. of your body and treat that kind of part that part of your body for inflammation um it's been a it's been a huge benefit um for me for like my skin the healthiness of my uh my, my regular my sleep pattern i've been getting incredible sleep um I'm not really? saying that this is the all end all cure all, but I've been feeling uh, a lot better um, since I've been taking. I've been taking. Oh, heavy, I'm gonna have to try that. Too. <laughs> you should you definitely. Know, and and along a, with freedom, a, make sure it's from a good source. You got to make sure it's from a good source. It is what it is. It's lab tested. A lot of them will have these uh, QR codes on the side of the bottle. Now you could hit the QR code, and it'll actually bring up the lab test results for that batch that you're using. And I would highly suggest that. Now, are you guys selling your own CBD or we, what are you doing with CBD? We will be. We will. Gonna, be. So I have, okay. yeah. So I've, I've worked with some of the farmers here in Michigan to uh, put together a brand called Mackinac Hemp. It's all Michigan grown, mm-hmm. Michigan tested, everything local to the, and oh, it's all, that's mostly right. all organic. Yeah. So we're going, all our ingredients are trying to be organic, but also we have another brand um, called, um, happy happy life herbals happy life herbals um that is going to Uh be released kind of simultaneously with the mackinac hemp and that's more of a generalized cbd line that's uh actually originated out of florida but actually is sold and tested and everything in michigan but also we have it, it just it's a different product line altogether there's different things that are offered there and then also uh kratom so there's a kratom. There's a company that we're working with in Florida that imports the kratom. They test the kratom. They test it for all, any of the airborne stuff, any of the uh, to make sure it's uh, authentic. They actually have the strain name. Um, we're actually visiting their facility here. Dave's going to be taking a tour of their facility in in Florida here in the next month. 
Yeah. So we're definitely doing our homework wow. on this thing because we think the future yeah. is going to kind of go towards more, you know. I want to mention something about the Kratom. So more suffering, for, more no, suffering. For, so for a long, long I'm time, only kidding. I've been, ha- <laughs> I, I have GERDs, really bad heartburn. I've been taking the Kratom. I haven't had yeah. to take any, any medicine at all for that. I mean, I don't know if it, I'm just throwing that out there because I noticed it today. I was like, shit, I haven't taken right. nothing for weeks. Maybe it's absorbing all my acid. Well, oh, I think it's um, I. Oh, well, you don't want you don't want to absorb all your acid, but that's oh, that's a terrible. When I I had that when I was pregnant. Oh, thank you, Nurse Mick. That was nice for you to say. I never know who I'm talking with on these things. Yeah, you know the don't punish pain rallies have really brought a lot of people. Um, a reason to live thousands and thousands of people, which is always nice to hear. We just want to get these people help. And whether it's with Kratom in the interim until we can get back their pain medication. And, you know, some people do well on Kratom and some people do well on CBD. I'll tell you what, I will never try that THC again. That oil. <laughs> I don't, I don't oh my you. God. I was so effing. Oh my God. I was so high. I, t- I think I told you guys it was right before I was, go ahead. As as soon as what? we get as soon as we get our sample as soon as we get our CBD in I'll be shipping you some right away that way you can try it for yourself and you can see uh, you know and I know we have some cream we have some uh, muscle freeze roll on so when you have that tough workout and your muscles are sore your joints are aching you can just roll it right onto your skin for immediate impact right there and I'll I'll send you a nice little care Perfect. package when we get it in that way you can yeah check out check that I'll try out. it. You know, with my illness, when I get sick with Crohn's, I can't, I can't even swallow saliva because I get bowel obstructions. So I'm vomiting and I'm usually on the floor rolling around like a dog. Um, and, you know, for, I think a doctor suggested, he's like, oh, you try, you know, try THC. I was like, you want me to swallow something when I have a bowel obstruction? When you have a bowel obstruction, it's like a kidney stone. I don't know if you guys have ever had kidney stones. Oh my god! Well, I've had them both at the same time. Oh, Just geez. so you know, I'm an over I'm an overachiever with illness, <laughs> wow. and I thought, and I said I didn't know. I mean, I was I remember clearly. This is TIA, but I was pooping my pants and vomiting simultaneously, and I said, "This is hell. This is it. I will die in this emergency room tonight." But you know, I think a lot of people have to, um, you know, I'm seeing a lot of success with Kratom. I don't know so much about the CBD, but I'm willing to give it a try. We're going to get Dr. Feldman some CBD and see how he, re- we're going to test it on him first. But nice. you know, guys, you know what I don't like about the CBD? They're making millions though, right? Right now off the opioid crisis, the CBD people. Yeah, probably. Don't you think? Yeah. Like everybody's I, I, taking advantage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's I like think the, cut the shit. The, like, all right. I think it's a lot of yeah. I think it's so really, and I'm gonna let everybody know this so they know. So if you ever try CBD, there's only like three or four CBD companies, really, honestly, that actually process and make CBD product, and then everybody white labels off those for the most part. And oh, that's what I that's see. What, I didn't know that. That that's what makes our product unique is that we use only Michigan farmers and we're local. I can drive to go pick up my batch of CBD. I know where it comes from. I know where it's at. It's from a it's from a farmer here in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, Shepherd, Michigan, right, twenty minutes away. So it's not it's not anything for me to do that. And that's I think the people that are doing their homework on these things to get 
this quality stuff to markets are separate from the people that, like you're saying, they're just putting it in fucking water and pop and fucking making juji fruits. Oh no! How about the Kardashians? The Kardashians have they've oh, got Kardashians gee. have CBD baby showers, but it's like, come on, enough is enough. Like you know, right. like when you see the salon pause. Oh, salon pause endorsed by the CDC guidelines. That's bullshit, man. Like, stop making money off the backs of addicts. Stop making money off the backs of chronic pain patients you assholes like enough is enough um but at the end of the day and you guys you know i'm very honest if you need opioids you need opioids and you should be able to get them and you should be able to prescribe them without having a fucking swat team banging down your door and holding a gun to your head while you are taking care of your patient so you know yeah, My we people, think it should be readily oh. available to patients. That's our view. We think it should be readily available. I mean, you shouldn't have, there shouldn't be an intermediary. You you can't have it. You can't no. have it both ways. You're going to have, you're going to have to be able to give, you know, you're going to have to be able to let people make the choice for themselves. Ultimately. I mean, if you're an, I understand if you're, you're an addict, but a doctor, a responsible doctor will know if he, if the person is just, addicted to this thing or you know if they're asking for more and more or if they're not but if they need that if an opiate is going to relieve the pain then opiate is going to relieve the pain but if oh, you go we got a few the- new people on here oh yeah we got hi about, people we got hi everybody thanks yeah we just did a pop-up hey, live broadcast we didn't even really prepare yeah, this for was this. just no yeah we didn't promote but we're gonna we'll get our shit together for the next one and this is a little um a little r-rated usually i'm a lot of r-rated but i'm yes. gonna tone it down i have yeah. to i have um i yeah okay i'll be good well, i promise but you know we can um, say whatever whether we, it- want. <laughs> we can say whatever we want in private claudia <laughs> but you gotta yeah. you know I know you're feisty, but listen, I was thinking maybe we could, uh, what do you guys think about Sunday evenings? Because it seems that that would be, is, are you open for that kind of schedule? Like every other Sunday night or evening or something? Yeah. You're the ones with 400 kids. You guys have got 400 kids. I'm good. I go to Thank, bed uh, very early though. And my, I know. Shit keeps you. Right. Yeah. Uh, listen, now, I'm, now I want to try that. You know, I did. Let I'm me tell you, you though, I had a Boy, bitch I can't. You're in Rhode Island. I'm going to so try it because. No, you can actually get it shipped in, but I don't. you can't sell it in Rhode oh, Island. Okay. Oh, okay. I know. I still. Yeah. But I know I, one of my elderly people wanted to try it. I was like, oh, man, I don't want to bail her out of prison if she's getting Kratom delivered to the house. But I had um, at one point, I think I was taking too, too much clonazepam. Um, and I, I very rarely you know, talk about what I take because, you know, I'm out there and like my face is out there. I'm all over the country now, but no better person yeah, have, one though. time. Yeah. Well, I didn't, yeah, I don't like somebody called me today from Idaho and she's like, this is what she said. She's like, what do you take for pain medication? I said, excuse me, who's calling? Um, but uh, you know, like my my mom, she's like, oh my god, she sounds so forceful. My mother's a thousand years old, but let's talk about clonazepam for a minute because um, I think benzodiazepam. Um, I think they are a wonderful gift when you take them responsibly. But for me, um, 
they were a bitch to get. It took me two years to wean myself down to 0.5 milligram. Now I take it at nighttime. I was taking it at nighttime to sleep. Um, and you know, I never had any issues with overdosing, but I'll tell you, those are a bitch to get off of. And I, to cut a patient off, what, there's two ways you can die quickly. And that's when you get caught off a of benzodiazepine, you'll lose your hearing, you will start, it's the probably, you know, I, I dated an anesthesiologist, and he used to say that's, that's the quickest way to die, because people have seizures, um, they'll have heart attacks, and those seizures will kill them if they're in big time benzo withdrawal. So it's, it's just awful, like picking one, but I would love to, um, I mean, I cursed the doctor that put me on benzos, but I needed them. I mean, I was yeah. really, really sick. Mm. And the only way to slow down my Crohn's, and especially nighttime, I never slept. I was in the bathroom all night, and mm. then I had to get a colostomy bag. But the you know, benzodiazepine gave me a life back. But I wish I would have taken it more as needed instead of daily because it's tough you know those mess with the receptors and and I, I have this this is a very honest real discussion it's me talking about benzos and i fight like hell to get people what they need but for me personally i wish it was something i never took every day but nobody ever told me don't take right. this every day nobody right. ever told me that and that's where we let the ball drop with yeah. opioids. That's where we let the ball drop with benzos. There was not enough of education. Let me tell you why a doctor only receives seven hours, if that, when they're in medical school. And, um, but now with the newbie doctors, they're told absolutely no benzos, absolutely no opioids ever. Huh? Well, why are you a doctor? What do you mean? So um, it's overkill. We've overcorrected the problem. We need to, there's a balance. We've not found it, but we are going to find it. And we, we are going to get these people back their medication. And we're going to get our veterans back their benzos, especially the ones who have lost limbs. And CBD does not help a lot of people. And if it does mm -hmm. help you, that's great, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's why the three of us work so well. If it works for you, it should be afforded to you without having a SWAT team come into your home. I just, so that's I, all I, I want to say. I think Jay, Jay Miller here, Claudia, I want to read some of this going on in the chat room here. Jay Miller, 2020. Hey, what's up? Uh, he says, uh, I need opioids. I've been forced tapered to two thirds of my daily dose. Been on them for 30 years. Doctor says he can't lose his license for anyone. Quality of life yeah. sucks. Now politicians, uh, it keeps kicking up because there's a lot of activity going on right now. Hold on. The politicians, this I know is what Jay I Miller. you know, Jay Miller, the politicians need to yeah. get out of our doctor's office period and let the doctors be doctors. And, it, it, the, and this is something that I didn't think about. If they piss test you for Kratom, then they're going to say, Oh you yeah, know, no, you can't. Oh, you, you can't your, take Kratom. You know, they won't give no, you your, no, do they test opium. for that now. You get thrown out. Oh, yeah. No, no. You can't take Kratom and pain management. Really? No, no, no Kratom, no marijuana, no CBD, nothing. You sign. You, when you when you join pain, when you if you're fortunate enough to find a pain management um, doctor, you sign a contract and uh, the contract 
um, says, I will not do this. I have to turn over my, um, you know, I have to, you could actually get called in for um, a blood test and you would be expensive, you know, you're held accountable for the cost. And some doctors urine screen every four weeks, Medicare won't pay for that every four weeks. But that's doctors, some doctors get rated for that alone for over testing. Mm. Um, but you're damned if you do. But no, you can't use Kratom and pain management. I tell all my all my every everybody I advocate for no Kratom, no weed, no CBD. One Could or you the imagine other. this is this would be the effect? Could you imagine if ninety percent, because ninety percent of Americans, adult Americans, use caffeine? So think about that. Oh what my if God! You just, Can you imagine what, us? What, imagine what if, if we, you just came out we, one day and said caffeine is banned? It rots your fucking guts. It, it 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 hardens your arteries, <laughs> and guess what? We have too many people having panic attacks on these energy drinks, and all this bullshit that's going on. So we're banning that shit. We're cutting Bolivia off. They're not bringing any more Juan Valdez beans in this motherfucker. You're not getting any more caffeine starting to start starting right. tomorrow. What kind of? Oh my god! So I'm buying tons and tons. I of can't believe you said that. <laughs> but I can't believe you said that. I swear to God, the other morning when I had a cup of coffee, I swear that was my first thought. I was like, oh, my God, what if they took away caffeine? There's no difference. You, you know what they, you know, Dr. Feldman says this all the time when they lined up all the Jews, right? That they, They're doing the same thing to pain patients. They're blowing everybody's head off just in, mm -hmm. in their own their own time. It's disgusting, vile behavior. What they're doing to pain patients is so wrong. It's so cruel. Um, and we're going to fight and we're going to win. And I see, you know, there's some activity picking up here on, on this and we're going to get this show. This is going to be a really great show, you guys, just so you know. Let me tell you, the, let me, here's the latest thing. My patients, right? My, I shouldn't say my patients because I'm not a doctor. I'll get attacked for that. But you go to the pharmacy to pick up your medication, right? And now I have to accompany people to the pharmacy. And um, they're like, I can't fill this. Why? Uh, it's, I, don't, I don't believe you need this. Excuse me? You don't, you're, you're, you're a pharmacist. Yep, I know. But corporate supports what I say. So I'm not filling your script. Bye. You know why that happened? Or... Or, oh, you've got to pick up a non-opioid. What, what do you mean? I can only fill this script for Vicodin if you pick up, if you get another script filled. But, but I don't need another script filled. Doesn't matter. We can only fill your Vicodin if you, um, your doctor calls on a script for eye drops. But I don't need eye drops. It doesn't matter. That's the country. So you get what you get and you don't get upset. And the higher the dose, the more non-opioid scripts you have to pick up. I mean, so imagine, so you take your kid, right, to get their amoxicillin. Let's say one of your kids has got strep. You go to get your kids amoxicillin filled. They're like, I can't fill this. Oh, why? You don't have it? No, we have it, but you have to get another script. Well, why? Because you just have to. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, and it's illegal. Oh, yeah. That's why we have lawyers. It's illegal. But yeah. they're getting away with it. Yeah. You, let me tell you why it happens. Because the DEA goes to the distributor. And they say to the distributor, if you give Walgreens more than, say, 30% of this medication, 
we're going to fine you $500,000. So in order for the pharmacist to disperse a certain amount of medicine, they have to get a certain amount of non-opioids with opioids. Um, but at the end of the day, Walgreens is making $15 billion off of people who don't need shit filled. Right. So the, the pain patient has been attacked from every angle. If you can find a, doc, a doctor, you're fortunate, people. And who's ever going to listen to this? You get what you get and you don't get upset. And I tell every patient, do not go to a pain management center and present with eight different diagnoses because now you're a complicated patient. Mm -hmm. You can't say, oh, I've got fibromyalgia. I've got mm -hmm. spinal stenosis. I've got degenerative disc disease. No, just say I've, I've got debilitating back issues. Yeah. They don't like complicated patients. Yeah. Now they're nervous. I, I, I only know this because I work with the doctors and I know what's going. I, I see their, I can actually see the TikTok in their head, what they're going through. But I don't know, you guys, there's certain days and you wonder, is this, is it worth fighting? Absolutely, because we're going to win. We're going to prevail. Yeah, it's a definitely so. uphill battle, especially when the media is not on in your side, and the media is not. I mean, hey, you, we're, just... we're kind of we're we're we're, we're fighting. Sorry, Ponzi. Yeah, Ponzi. Ad, app keeps... Well, the, you guys that are listening out there, a couple happening? things about this app. I'll tell you, if you can listen to it, if you're listening to it on a phone. And you listen through to it through a Bluetooth speaker or headset, you're less likely to crash, I think. And then the other thing that I was finding, because I was listening to a live show on Podbean uh, Friday last weekend, there's if you type, uh, if you're in there and you got an Apple phone, I don't know if it has to do with being Apple. I don't know. But if you text too much in the message and try to send it and it crashes, that's another thing that I've seen. So this live stream service. Wow through Podbean, I think just got going not too long ago. It doesn't seem to be too utilized well, yet. I think and not to be like Android Apple, but you know, right. I, I love Android, but right. I've been texting. I love my I'm, Android too. I'm froze by the way. Uh, I've been, I think it's all group the, with the Google Chrome thing, man. Yeah. Cause Android Google, they use the Google yeah. Chrome. Yeah. If you you're know, using, Apple just sucks. Yeah, right. Apple, sometimes so. they don't make things towards Apple. But if you can download, if you can listen to, if you're on a computer, because I see uh, 11 of us out there, 11 of you guys are on a computer. If you can listen to it on the Google Chrome, um, is that right? Yeah, Google, Google Chrome, Chrome yeah. Yeah, uh, browser, yeah. then that's one way to do it. Uh, that it, it interacts really well with that. And if you're going to send messages uh, on your phone, like on your iPhone and you're trying to send messages, if you type too much, sometimes it, it, it kicks you off. So those are the two things I've All noticed right. so far. But we'll get those things ironed hey, out. And then yeah, before we'll our next show, we'll get, them, we'll get them ironed out so you guys will, you know, know which way to listen to us the best. Yeah, I'm also going to send a... to Jenny, yeah, girl? Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Can I just read what she said? She said, my pain management... Only does shots. I had five shots for inflammation, but nowhere better. They cause adhesive arachnoiditis, but no doctor will test for it. Over 30 years, multiple types of meds completely cut off in 2017. Now, nothing since then in blood tests prove it, but doctors want to keep their license while my lifestyle has completely changed. Almost completely bedbound. Please help Claudia. So I get conservatively, right? 200 of those messages a day. Wow. Now, this poor girl, her body is being tortured by some asshole doctor 
who knows these steroid injections are going to lead to, and you guys probably don't know what this is, but arachnoiditis, adhesive arachnoiditis many times is brought on by these painful steroid injections. Jenny girl, you have to stop. Stop with the injections. It's making everything worse. And your doctor's making a shitload of money off of you. Please, no more injections. We are working day and night. If if I had a pain management doctor or a thousand that I in each state, that would be um you know, that would be ideal, but we are working and I know you're completely bed bound. We want to, um, that's why we like to suggest, um, uh, Kratom for people. And I'm not all, I'm just so who tunes into the show. I'm not only about Kratom. I'm, I'm pro, um, whatever works for the patient. Um, so people are saying Apple doesn't play. I don't have an Apple phone. Here's another comment. Psychiatrists would have us believe that pain meds do not work long term, but patients know better as they are suffering now. So let me tell you about a huge crock of shit, and it's called hyperallergesia. And Andrew Kolodny and Prop, you know, they had these nonsensical studies done, and they're like, oh, um, Raise your hand if opioids have made your pain worse, which never happens, by the way. I've never met a patient and said, oh, my God, that hydrocodone, the Percocet is making my pain worse. No, that's not true. It's not even a thing, but it's got a code now, which is scary. Um, but long-term opioids do not make your pain worse. Long-term opioids keep your pain away, and it's our job to stop the false narrative to stop the opioid hysteria related bullshit because that's all it is and if you listen to this if you're listening to it live whenever you listen to it do not take suboxone for pain do not take buprenorphine for pain don't take belbuca for pain don't make these people rich you will never be able to get back on regular, quote, regular pain medication again. Now, if Belbuker works for you, I think that's wonderful. But that shit has a ceiling effect. And it will probably stop working for you after three months. And it's going to make you feel foggy in the head. Um, say no to the antidepressants. Say no to the spinal stimulator. Say no to the injections. Don't make these people rich another day. That's yeah, just my they, take, though. I think if you're on pain, it's just you're depressed, right? Oh, yeah. Just heck no. You know what? Take some, take some Lyrica, and um, we're going to prescribe some Cymbalta. What? It, what? You know how insulting that is? And, you know, they do this to women more than men, right? They're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to write you a script for an antidepressant. No, you're going to give that antidepressant to your daughter. Let's see how your, your daughter does on antidepressants. No. So say no to all of it. It's all bullshit. If you're depressed, you take an antidepressant. If you're in pain, you take an opioid or you take Kratom or you take weed, whatever works for you. Um, oh, button just popped up. Hi, button. Oh, oh yeah. Here you go. The gabapentin, right? Now listen, gabapentin is a miracle drug for diabetic neuropathy. My sister suffers with it. My sister just, I want to, just discuss this about addiction. So my sisters were adopted and one of my sisters, her family struggled with addiction horribly. And um, 
my sister married a man that was also adopted and he was an addict. Uh, but we raised my niece knowing from day one, your dad's an addict, your mom's family are addicts. You can't drink, you can't smoke, and you can't take pills because chances are you're going to be an addict. And that's how we raised my niece. And she she always knew to do things in moderation. And if you felt like, uh-oh, I'm out of control, stop. And this is what we're not teaching our country about addiction. And this is why we're going to see more overdoses and why, why we're not getting to the root of the problem. Because I don't want to see people dropping dead from you know a pill that looks like Vicodin and they get whacked with fentanyl. We need to get to the heart of addiction. And whether it's you're predisposed or your brain chemistry or whatever's going on, why are so many people hooked on drugs? Like, is it instant gratification? What is it? I don't know. Because I never saw, I didn't, I never, I don't drink, I don't smoke, but you, you know. The addiction hits the pleasure, the pleasure part of the brain. You know, when you get, you always talk about like, you know, addicts always chasing that first high. And, you know, when yeah. you first, you first try something and you get that extreme amount of pleasure, uh, whether that's, you know, whether, however that makes you feel. So then they're mm -hmm. chasing that. So it's a lot of times they build a tolerance. They have to take more. And I can tell you that, you know, it's easy to get, to be in that place, especially when you're suffering. I think it's almost like, we have this other problem on the other side of addiction, which is just the way we're going to conduct our lives and the way we're going to be and what we're going to teach our children about life. Because honestly, yeah. and I'm talking to all the parents out there. Listen to me. If you're teaching your children that every landing is going to be soft, you're going to wrap them in bubble wrap and send them to school. You're not going to let them, you know, do anything that goes out of the norm so they can experience pain or any kind of heartbreak, or you're not going to educate them about the ups and downs of life because life has a lot of chaos. There's death. There's, you know, there's worse things that happen to people. You know, there's all kinds of different situations, but I think when people get out on their own and they start experiencing this stuff. They're really getting post-traumatic like a lot of the time because they don't know how to deal. They don't, they can't just go drink a fifth of whiskey and have a shit night out right. with some cocaine and some, you know, whatever, and, and just get it out of their system mm -hmm. and, and try to live with stuff. It's like we suffer every day. So it's almost like we want to feel good. We want to feel good every day. We don't want to be yeah. depressed. We don't want to be pissed off. We don't want to be thinking about all this, all these complications with life. You know, and I'm not saying just go be sure. a hard ass with your children out there. I'm not saying just, you know, driving through a homeless neighborhood or something. I'm just saying, make sure you're preparing your children that there's disappointment, there's chaos, there's things you have to put in order in your brain because it's going to, you know, you have to be prepared for these things and you got to learn how to grieve. You got to, it's okay to cry. It's okay right. to, you know, and I think that. I think that's yeah. a big, important part of it. I don't think people have that discussion enough. I think everybody's looking on Instagram and seeing the girls doing the, the fucking duck lips and sticking their butts out and they're at Disneyland every day and they're running on the beach and it, life ain't like that. You guys, I think we, we all stop, know that stop sugarcoating shit, man. Exactly. Everything. Oh my God. You people, if, if everybody was raised in my house, 
no wonder I've never become addicted to anything from day one. My dad's like, get the fuck out of here and go to work, you little asshole. But they, they, nothing was ever. And I think Jewish families are, we're the same way, you know, Jewish and Italian. We, you know, it was never like that in my household. I never, I can't, I guess people live, you know, I ask Ava, my little one, Ava, on a scale of one to happy, where are you? She said, happy. Because she's got a really, like our kids, right? They got good lives, right? Yeah. I mean, compared oh, yeah. to us. Well, wait, oh, yeah. Dave, you're oh, yeah. Dave, you're younger than Tim, or is it vice versa? Who's I'm, the younger I'm younger, one? yes. Yep. I'm younger. Dave's younger. So Dave's younger. Tim's Dave's younger. Tim's the old man. But it's um it's they got they have really good lives. But I think because I know how I was raised. It was like life sucks, then you die. And there was no, um, there really was never, my dad, he didn't, he was never happy. <laughs> he was the right. most unhappy man I ever met, <laughs> but he was content in being unhappy. And my mom and my dad hated each other. Uh, but, you know, there, there was, we never, they didn't drink, they didn't smoke. Like addiction was never right. an issue. Right. But well, I maybe think, they needed, um, maybe you know, they everybody, needed a little smoke. Maybe they needed to have a little pot sesh every once in a while, loosen things up. Yeah, it was just, um, I think I just grew up in a household where you woke up, you worked your ass off, and you didn't complain. And when you were dealt with um, something traumatic, I mean, I had a shitty life. It, really, it wasn't, my life was hard from the day I came but I don't, that's just, I thought everybody had a bad life. Everybody has these things this, where, you know, everybody has these, you know, see, you're like, it's like if you've had a rough life, if you had a rough patch, it's like the pressure, you know, it's like the pressure of, a, uh, of, of you know, underground making a diamond eventually. Eventually you come out, you're a very interesting person. You're very compassionate. Obviously you've lived through that strife. But I think with the people that don't that that are still dealing with those things, you know, some people never get over that. We all know those people. You know, this happened right. to me when I was right. a kid. It's a story of my life. And now I got to be this person. No, you don't have to be that person. Don't make things that happen in your life, especially things that are out of your control. If something happened out of your control that was traumatic. Don't let it be the story of your life. Your you can you can be whoever you, you you can be whoever you want to be. You don't have to be that person. You don't have to be the person that that they boxed you in to the certain you know uh, stereotype or whatever. You just you know do what you got to do to be happy because there ain't much yeah. time. And we ain't got much time here. We might as well do what we want to. You know we might as well be happy yeah. while we're here. And that's a challenge. It's not kids. That's not given. Kids have it tough. Given. Yeah, no. kids do have no. it tough. And you know. Yeah. It's, you know, my brother, I, I told you, my brother died eight months ago. He was 51 years old. He was a cop. Oh, mm. And I was like, my mom falls on the flight of stairs. She breaks her back. I'm organizing the rallies during that time. My brother mm. dies, literally just dies. Mm. Um, but that, that was like the good part of the year. <laughs> and then, I mean, right. but I don't. I, I'm very, I'm fortunate, I swear, and I don't like to go God on people, and people don't know this about me, but I pray a lot, um, and I remember looking, when you're in a hospital bed, you count ceiling tiles, a lot of them, and yeah. I remember saying, oh my God, get me out of this 
fucking hospital bed. I promise mm-hmm. I will, you know, well, my book, The Other C Word, I, I remember, and that's the truth. I said, God, if I don't poop my pants tonight in this restaurant, I'll never say the C word again. I won't say the C word on the show. But um, that's kind of how I live life now. I take every day like a gift. Um, and mm. I do, you know, I don't live large. I don't, you know, when you said pleasure with addicts, you know, they're looking for that pleasure. I probably need a little more pleasure in my life. So um, I'm going to work on that. But you have to, you got to teach your kids early. Um, it's hard. Life is hard. And I think that addiction starts young. And, mm-hmm. you know, people self-medicate mm-hmm. to feel better. You're sad. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Feldman said it to me. He said, you know, I had a patient who had to, had an ab- she had to have an abortion, one of his patients. This goes years ago. And she said, I just, you know, I, I started, he's like, why did you start using drugs? He's like, I was sad. And I started to, um, she started actually, she went for the, the, the platinum of drugs. She started with heroin young. And he said, well, why? She said, because when I used, I wasn't sad anymore. Mm. And that was the first time I mm. thought about addiction. Mm. You know, why else would you become an addict, right? You're mm-hmm. sad, you use, mm-hmm. and you're not sad. Um, so it's, um, that's why I have, I have compassion um, I just, you know, I drop off my kid. I said, like, oh, have a great day and make sure you don't take any drugs. Could be, they, they, they could be laced with illicit fentanyl, you know, that, but you know, if a regular, like the, the regular moms, you know, I'm full blooded Italian, so I'm not normal to begin with, but I, I see how the other moms interact with their kids are like, bye, Jeannie, bye, Sarah, have a great day. And I'm like, yeah, don't, don't take any drugs. You could overdose. So it's uh you know we're all we all have our own parenting styles but it looks like this um looks like we had a pretty good show here we got to work on this yeah app. no we What's had, we had poor punzi man i know punzi's been trying to get back in but getting kicked poor off punzi yes there's well, also i mean don't there's Lindsay or oh, leslie there's punzi there's leslie, who else been getting yeah and all right would, well and we've had a pretty solid connection as far as your connection to us and you being a guest on, on, on our app on this side. So it's been pretty All robust right. other than that. And I've seen that this is kind of a problem. So we're going to have to prepare everybody to get their pod being um, app downloaded to their phone and really listen to the, and interact okay. with the show on their phone Let's do or, that. Your, or your Apple iPad or something. No, everybody, everybody that has right. Apple right now is on and off. So, oh, it's, it's the Apple part. Yeah, it's the really? Apple. I'm going to email. I'm going to email. All right, so what? Find out. All right. So yeah, we're we're, we're going to take care of this, and you guys, we're going to try and do this show for whoever listens to this when Apple here and fine. What you guys? What do you want to try this? Like every two weeks on a. I was thinking, uh, what does that look like for you, Dave, every other week? So, oh, well. So we can do it pretty much any night, evening. It's It doesn't matter to me, but I was just thinking we would get, you know, I was trying to think of our listeners, but if it could be a Tuesday night, I don't, it doesn't make a difference to me. It could be. I mean, once, once travel soccer starts, it's going to, I'll probably be calling in too. Right. <laughs> I won't exactly. be here. I'll be calling in, but yeah. it doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah. Well, we can figure that out. 
and Claudia be... just got kicked off too. So okay, well, I think when I think when we go too long sometimes too, um, I, to... I I didn't put a specific time on here, and uh, there she is. She's calling back in. Let me click. Oh. That's a Connect. that's a bummer. Hey, yes. I got I got kicked off. Well, we're gonna. You guys, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Uh, I got kicked off. That was odd. All right, well, let's figure this out. I got kicked off of the app. Punzi's on an iPad. Sounds spotty. All right. Okay. I think. And then Leslie wants to know if you have patient advocate. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Leslie, you can reach me at um, uh, the Doctor Patient Forum dot com. We are trying to organize. uh, Trying, you know, I. People ask me, how do I do what I do? Honestly, I don't know. I got big balls, I guess. Um, we are trying to assemble big really balls. big balls. Uh, we're, we're working on it. You know what's happened right now? I'm trying to organize uh, 100 rallies on March 20th. When I'm not doing that, I'm advocating. Uh, when I got kicked off, I saw my text. There's 10 people in queue waiting to hear back from myself and Dr. Feldman. And, and it's 5.30. This is crazy. When I'm not doing that, people don't, a lot of people don't know, I compete again in June. So I have to train every day, right? And starve. Um, and when I'm not doing that, I'm a mom, a caretaker, and I do a lot of appearances now. So it's a tough schedule, but I am. I'm, I'm, we work on, most importantly, legislation. You guys, I say we do this again, like every two weeks on a Sunday. And you guys figure out the time because you have a busier schedule than I do. I don't know. <laughs> you, seem pretty, you seem pretty busy to me. You know what? We can just we we can just schedule a time and then we can put it out there. It doesn't have to be on a particular day because you know what? Yes. If we give everybody the date and the time, they'll just they'll show up. And then who's ever you know who's ever going to follow us? And it's live. Being, Right. Yeah, and it's, it's live, live, so they can come That's, in. Yes, they can come in people, it's oh, live, but also recorded, so we can you know we can. Right. We right? can, yeah, we can re-upload it and play it again. I can oh, send I you a copy oh. of it, or we could do whatever we want to do. So. All right, all right. I also forgot to say, and people are reminding me to donate. I always tell, I forget to tell people to donate. Um, I do have a nonprofit. Donate at the doctorpatientforum.com. Donations help pay for the cost of the DC lobbyist. Um, and donations allow me to advocate live uh, and to send out letters. Uh, we've been sending out so many letters, and people, um, people donate. And we don't say, oh, yeah, in order for us to send out a letter, you have to donate. But yes, you know, a lot of research goes into those letters. So it's time consuming. So people donate $100. Um, we do what we fight hard and we try to stay in touch with everybody. So, yeah, there's a lot of fires in the iron. I don't like to do anything half assed. I like to do everything 100. But I will tell you, if I meet a man by. I'm leaving and I'm going to Tijuana and you'll never hear from me again. <laughs> opioids. No, listen, listen. Opi- <laughs> and I'm going to write my next book. It's going to called opioid schmopioid. <laughs> <laughs> um, Claudia button also wants you to give a heads up on Facebook. Uh, I yeah. Guess oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. So on the national rally page, when we figure out if we're going to do this show again in two weeks on a Sunday, because a lot of these people I just posted very last minute. So I'm going to go through the instructions to download this app. And then what are they going to click? The Daily Addict or that 
that's what they follow, right? The yeah, yeah, Attic? they'll just yeah, they'll just uh go on to Podbean. You can search Daily Attic Podcast or you can right when they go to the front page, we should be live right on there. There's like a menu on the very front page of the app that has all the live shows that are going on right now. You should be okay. able to scroll down and check out that. But we will have we will provide a link directly to our show. So what we'll do is, you know, I'll get that link to you. We can get the link out beforehand because this, the show will be, it'll be scheduled, but it just right. won't be live yet. And I can get that yeah. link to you. You can, uh, you know, so everybody will have a link. They can just hit the link. And if they don't have the app or they don't have it downloaded on their computer, they can just do it at that time. And then, um, you know, yeah, a link is got, good. So sure, Yeah. And then what we'll do is if we know the show is going to be on a Sunday night, I'll promote the show Sunday morning on Twitter and then I'll promote it again on, um, on Reddit, on, uh, the rally page on my personal on LinkedIn and, you know, we'll have doctors and, um, we'll try to take a guest in. So yeah, it's a brand new show. So we're working out the kinks, but you guys are the masters. Also, anybody who wants to call in can call in, they have that feature on the app that they can just call in, ask, they can talk to you. They can. Yeah, you know. we can do we can do a couple different guests. We can do one guest. We can do three guests. But uh, if they want to call in right on the app, just like you did, then uh, they can call in and ask their questions or you know comment. Oh, so what do they hit the red the red phone that on the bottom of the phone that I see it? That's what I did, right? That's how they call in. I'm seeing, I'm seeing on the top like green circles with the yeah phone on the top on the top right hand. Oh, side. is that a phone? It looks like yeah. a sofa. That looks like a so doesn't it look like an ottoman? So we can take three call. Oh, we can take callers can in. Take All right. Well, yeah. we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. A sofa chair. Yes, Leslie. Thank you. Yeah, no, um, yeah, it does look like a sofa. All right. Well, this was good for the first time, right? It looks uh yes, yeah. it went well. I thank yes, you guys. Yeah. And um, you guys, once you have your products, your your CBD and your Kratom, Kratom, yeah, Kratom. Yeah. We're going to sell that on the um, doctor patient forum website. You know what? We can do that most definitely. And we will definitely uh, be donating a generous portion to the, oh, yeah. to the uh, don't, to the don't punish pain rally. Because I was thinking, I was just thinking about this as you were talking, you're doing, you're organizing a hundred rallies. So if everybody, I don't get paid. If, if everybody could you. go to the, the to the patient doctor forum and donate a hundred dollars, then you have a hundred dollars for a hundred rallies, hundred for a hundred. You know that's what yeah. we we need to you know promote this thing and get get some backing behind it because you're always going to be you're always going to be the person just trying to understand um, until it's you until you're the one or or oh, your loved one yeah. or exactly. somebody you know. I and then just, I, next thing you know, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to cope with somebody that's in terrible pain and they can't, they got to go through all this stuff and you just right. don't want to get in that situation. So, no. yeah. And I have, yeah. I have an expression, you guys, for, for the healthy people. And I advocate for a lot of lawmakers. People think people say, oh, that's how she got legislation. That's not how I got legislation, but I will tell you it didn't hurt because when a lawmaker calls me to advocate because their mother or their grandmother or they, they can't get what they need for pain medication. People people say, well, didn't you say this is your fault? No, because I got called in to advocate. So, but it doesn't help. And I have an expression I live by, you're not affected until you're affected. And once you're affected, you never forget it. 
So it's it's paying it forward right now. The Don't Punish Pain rallies, we are all volunteers. I have never made one penny off of this. Um, And when I left my hospital bed, my gift was to pay it forward. And I think everybody should. Uh, We had one GoFundMe and we raised over 30,000 to rate to run the commercial on um, Fox and wherever. But we are uh, 100% grassroots volunteer. The doctor patient forum is a nonprofit. And that's where we do all of our advocating for people. And I tell people, I can't get you your pain medication, but we can come up with some solutions. And maybe I can get you back into your pain management center. There's always maybes, but we do our best. And there's nobody else in the country that's doing that right now. So that's why there's all these people waiting at 530. And someone's dog is crying. Is that my dog? No, I think that's you might be hearing my dog. All right. All right, guys. This is dog some CBD. Danny. I know. I'm yeah, gonna put them listen, out. Give him some. Give him some kratom and some CBD. And actually, yeah, we'll see what happens. Actually, they're they're trying to pass a law that the vets can now talk about CBD. So that's a good. Uh, thing. I love that thing. You love that? Oh, All yes. Right. There's God, different that- ones here. You know, I was going to, when you were talking about like all the lawmakers and stuff like that, and they, you know, they Do that again. these stupid laws. We got cheering. Uh, we got that uh, one. We got hey, the boom. Hey. We got some booing. Yes, I love. No, the first one. Hey, I'm a I'm a true narcissist. For all my haters, I'm a true narcissist. When I hey do that one. Hey, do that one more time for my narcissist. For my haters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the best. Well, you know, oh, if you God. don't have haters, you're not doing it right. So. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, exactly. my haters. Oh, I've got one. Oh, he's going to love this. He's going to get aroused when I mention this. This psychopath, right? Aroused. He, 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 <laughs> this effing nut, he went through, he has every live feed I've ever done. And he's like, here in this live feed, she says this. I, po- I said, Wait, what's a grown ass man doing home all day? And he looks if he's a real man, who knows if he's a dude or a woman, I don't know. But what's a dude doing home all day playing video game? What, what are you doing, bro? Like, you're, you're, you're dissecting every word that's come out of my mouth. But it's creepy because, you know, I, I, look, I don't look great in some of those live feeds. So at least pick the ones where I look cute. Jeez. Yeah, we got to get make sure you get approval before you start reposting. This is all like copyrighted content everybody so you got to make sure you send that in for approval um no i'm just joking but okay we could put a kibosh to that all right listen this was a this was a good test show i'm glad we did this i'm glad i i can't i'm no good after 6 p.m at night you want to take a call real quick somebody's trying to call in you want to go ahead yeah let's take a call this is glenn I, I tried to, it's a Glenn with a backwards three. It looks like I tried cool. to hit it. I hit go try to try to call in again, Glenn, and see if I can call in Glenn. Yes. It was call G-L- in, call in, call oh, in. This is so cool. You can take all oh, there's Melissa. I know that I saw a lot of these names. I yeah, they, they just I keep know. getting kicked because they got the, that stupid apple product oh i know apples the apple's so bad they don't pay no you know why i don't like apple let me tell you why i don't like apple because i shouldn't even say that makes sense what leslie said sit on the chair that makes sense dude 
because that's a sofa up there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a, yeah, sit on the chair. chair that yeah, is a chair. Yeah. See, women, we see chairs. We, like, you guys saw oh, a telephone, I don't and I saw it, a freaking, how does that look like a phone? It's not I a phone at all. <laughs> it looks I like a I had chair. too much Kratom and Monster, actually. Oh, all right. Glenn, well, I, I see you tried to call in, Glenn. Uh, I tried, Glenn, I tried to call. Number. I tried to Leslie, get the number for you. Who wants to call in? Melissa, Leslie, someone call. Sandy Beach, Button. Maybe they left. I don't know. I don't. But this is a oh, pretty cool app. Here. I like this oh, app. Oh, Glenn calling. John and Aaron. Oh, here goes all right. Cindy right here. Cindy's calling in. Oh. All right. See if we got Cindy on the line. Cindy's live. Hi. 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 Can you hear me? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We can hear you. Cool. Um, Claudia, I sent you an email about possibly helping you with some data entry. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, God. Let's see. I don't. I'm sorry. but That's okay. So I'll send a reminder. I, wait. No. Did you want to help with computer work? Yes. Or, okay. Uh, oh, God. I'm, I'm horrible with computers. Maybe I put uh, out a call to said. action. That's right. Oh, see? See, I don't lie, Cindy. I told you. Um, yeah. People accuse me of that. I'm horrible with computers. There's always stuff for people to do. I just can't figure out what people can do. That's where I fail. Um, but so then I'm not in Rhode out. Island. Help everybody uh, no, out. It took us like an I hour know. to get her on. So. Cindy, you're a pain patient, right? Because you're following me on the rallies. Yes. I remember I'm going that to the now. Tampa rally. <gasps> oh, see, that makes nice. me happy. Cindy, what's yeah, your story? Well, actually, my husband is a pain patient. I am too, but he's got more serious problems than I do. Uh, we went to the VA the other day, and I hit up the whole parking lot with uh, with our flyers. So I was oh, pretty you're the proud best. of that. Yes. My legs hurt, <laughs> but I did it. And there's also one in Brooksville that we're going to hit up Monday, my husband and I. So Really? There's, there's, two, there's two rallies. There's one in Miami at the DEA for Florida. Uh-huh. And Dr. Feldman is going to the one in Tampa. Yeah. And, you know, in a perfect world, we'd have three. We'd have one in Orlando. But you get what you get and you don't get upset. But people like Cindy, who you guys, she's like, Cindy, I don't think you've been with me for all that long, but I'm not sure. I mean, there's over 10,000 people, so it's hard for me to keep track. But I don't know how you found me, but I'm glad you did because now you have a purpose when you're fighting for the cause. And I think a lot of people, right, Cindy, before the rallies, you just didn't. But you're 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 being part of the solution, and that's we what need we to need. get the word out there. There's a lot of people that are unaware of the, of the suffering, yeah, the, the pain patients are going through. I, I, I'm amazed that people that, that don't know. Right. What do you mean there's a problem? Yeah, well, Hello? you know why <laughs> they, they know don't there's know? a heroin problem, but they right. don't know there's a pain pill problem. That's why we have the rallies. That's why I created the don't. I sound like such a promoter when I say that's why I created the don't put it. But that's why I did it. Because I said, if I'm being treated like an asshole at the emergency room, there's going to be about uh, 30 million other people. And there's many more. But the rallies really give people. Cindy, uh, crazy MF or wants to know what the show is about. So the rallies <laughs> just gave a purpose for people to be seen and to be heard. Why don't, why don't people know this is happening? Because when the government targeted the pain community, they went after the weakest link. And they said if they're, if they're sick, they're probably poor. And if they're poor, they're probably stupid. So poor, sick people don't fight. Well, guess what? We fight. 
and we fight hard. When you talk about these big government institutions and things like that, this is Tim here. Um, it's it's a very it's a very known fact that some of this some of these programs and some of these things like the illegal war on drugs or the the war on illegal drugs and things of that nature do target lower income people. It's 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 therefore if you if you ever listen to our podcast, we talked to a guy named Matt Frazier. He's with Truth uh, Drug Truth and his point of view is very it's a very good point of view. He thinks that actually there's better control of everybody when you're controlling these things, when you're controlling the livelihood of people and you're controlling um, their pain management or their addiction, or there's a big, there's a huge, huge uh, system behind this. There's a huge machine behind this. You always follow the money, right? You always follow the money. And that usually gives you the, that usually gives you the, uh, the real the, the honest truth behind the matter. And really yeah. there's, there's money in it now. It's a big, it's a catchphrase. It's oh, big it's, money. It's, it's now they're suing they're, They want to do this. They want to do that. There's fines There's stuff. They're throwing people in jail. That's making people money. Listen, the prison system is a private system. Don't even get me going on that. It's privatized. Oh, it's I know it, right? The oh, guard, man. everything, you know, you are propping up a huge, huge, law enforcement uh machine it's a law enforcement slash regulatory machine that is just there and that's why one of our suggestions is and claudia you talk to the lawmakers and i don't know if this could ever be done but we always say that they should always pass some of these laws with like a three-year minimum or something to find out if it works or not you know because that's the way we do it in contract negotiations i come from the labor background we do a lot of contract negotiations it's a three-year contract it's a four-year contract at the end of the contract you say ah this worked that didn't work let's do this this is better this is not you know we put these laws into law and then they're there forever they're there for fucking ever until until we change them yeah, that's right. And that's the law to end the law. That's so f- yeah. we're backwards. We're backwards. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? They started this shit when guys wrote with turkey feathers still. You know what I mean? They thought yeah. that the flu was the black plague. This was back. You got to put uh, put it into context when we started this stuff. So now it's even more difficult. There's a lot of lobbying involved. There's a lot of there's that whole institution. It's just when you money, get down to the, money, yeah, yeah, you money. Get down oh, wait, to the, hey, look at crazy mother bones. effer said pain is weakness leaving the body. Okay, bye, Felicia. Oh, here we go. <laughs> pain is weakness leaving the body. You know, it's the um, it's uh, thank God I'm not in prison reform, I would never sleep at night. I oh, God, but. Dr. Feldman, all my doctors say the same thing. The money that's in that's invested in this project, the pain patient genocide, the money that's being made, whether it's Suboxone, the makers of Suboxone. So many people aren't they're not making millions, they're making billions off of people people like Cindy and her husband and the uh, the lady with cancer who had her breasts removed, who's being deprived of pain medication, or the laborer, funny you should say that, right, who has severe spinal stenosis. But you just made a great point. Who made that point, Tim or Dave? Because I need to give points to that guy. That was Tim. That was Tim. All right, Tim. Tim, I'm giving you five points for that one. Let me Damn. tell you, what, what you Thank just you. said made so much sense. 
for those that don't know, I was a court reporter for over 20 years. And my, I was the, the queen of contract negotiations. So I would sit in a room with like 12 stinky firefighters and I'd work on their contracts. But you're right. Like after three years, their contract would be up. Why are we not? Why are we not just putting a law into effect for three years? Like this is a failed drug on wars, war on drugs. Um, right. But you know how much work is goes into making one shitty law? I mean, it's oh, two years oh, over yeah. two years, and I I'm back to square one, um, starting from the beginning. But what a sad day! I've got to get a law passed that says people with chronic intractable pain can receive opioids. It's a sad day, but we're going up against some very, very powerful people. And it's not at a local level where, and I don't know about the president where he sits on this. My gut tells me if the president knew, well, I don't think he knows a lot sometimes. And I'm not, I'm not a political, I'm not a political person, but yesterday, wow, I was blown. It's just a debacle. It's a fiasco watching this, but I tend to think, and I would hope if our president really knew, because he hates the DEA, if he knew what they were doing, he may intervene. But they have to. They have to support a huge bureaucracy. The DEA is like fifty thousand strong. I don't even know. You probably know the numbers better than I do, Claudia. But they're a huge. They're a huge organization, and their and their number one job is to enforce something that is un- unenforceable. You can't make a law that's going to, that, that restricts people from putting things in their body and then expect it not to, I mean, unless you're going to govern it in a way that you can totally like control that person from beginning to end, you can't, you can't punish the people that are using the drugs, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? You can't, this is, that's what pisses me off the worst about this whole thing is the people that need it. The people that want it. I'm not even saying if you don't, this is where we slightly disagree on some things because I, I think that all drugs should be legal, maybe not manufactured new drugs that they're coming out with right now. Like the, the designer drugs that really fuck with your brain. But Mm -hmm. I do believe that. You are making it dangerous by having them illegal because people are going to use them anyway. And honestly, people. Yeah, you want to decriminalize it. You want to decriminalize drugs. Absolutely. No, absolutely. But but how does that look? I don't know. I'm I'm reading a book right now. It's pretty interesting. It's called The War on Us. And she has a solution in that book. I can't wait till I get to it. That way I can share it with everybody. Hey, Port, you know, Rhode Island just started. Yeah. Rhode Island just started. Go ahead, Cindy, yeah, that sorry. was me. I said I'd skip ahead. I'd have to find out. <laughs> What's the solution? Well, Dave yeah. and I have Dave and I have some really good solutions uh, that we come up with, and we think anything that's plant based definitely goes into legal legal right now. Yeah, I mean anything yep. that's plant based, if it's derived from a plant that gives you your cocaine, your opium, your uh, all that stuff, uh, it should be. It, it should just be. You should not just have, you know, it should be regulated just like alcohol where it's, there's an age restriction and it's taxed and it's, it, but you would have such a high quality product and it would be so regulated. And people right wouldn't now, be dying and people, people wouldn't exactly. be overdosing. So, and that's but why you, we, we promote safedance.org because that, you can go to safedance.org and get a testing kit. 
You know, we need to have right. testing kits available. I shouldn't have to go online to a to a European company to get a testing kit. I should be able to go to the fucking health department, get a testing kit to save my own life, to save my to save the taxpayers' lives, to take the ambulance and the police and everybody who has to get involved with me ODing and my family and they're grieving and you save everybody. You just make that shit available right now because that's you know, what we need. You know, so let me tell you why the pain community struggles with these conversations because they're not addicts. So I know, Cindy, when we hear discussions like this, we're like, what, what, why are we having this discussion? We're not addicts. Because the country lumped us all in the same category. You're an addict, you're an addict, 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 addict. addict. And right now it's prosecute pain, reward addiction. That's the country we're living in. Yep. It shouldn't be. And, and that's, I can say those words, um, and I say that to addicts all the time, because that's the country we're living in, prosecute pain, reward addiction. Because if you, if you fail your tox screen and you're on Suboxone, you get um, a, a get out of jail card. If you fail your tox screen and you're on oxycodone, you get thrown out the window. So there's right. no, but this is a very, di this is a difficult discussion for the pain community to have because Cindy's thinking, wait, why are we talking? I know when I first heard these conversations, this conversation, I said, why are we having this discussion? This doesn't right. have anything right. to do with me, but no. it, we have to, we're, we've, we're stuck. So now we have to be part of um, the discussion. I spoke with a really smart guy yesterday and he focuses on, um, hey. Real quick, uh, we want to welcome Melissa, and she just called in. Hey, Melissa. Hi, guys. Oh, thanks for having me. Hey, 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 Melissa. Oh, yeah, we, we got, got three. We got, oh, we just this got is a regular so call party going. We got a regular <laughs> call party going on today. How are you, Melissa? Where are you calling from? I'm in Michigan, just like you guys. Oh, nice. it's beautiful. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. Little... I love your show. This is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So, Melissa, it. do you follow Tim and Dave regularly from Michigan? Um, re recently, from you, I saw um, you posted something on Twitter, and I started following them from there about oh, a week oh, or two ago. Look at this. This is yeah. really fascinating yeah. shit right here. Melissa, are you a pain patient or a follower of Tim and Dave's or just someone that got medged in the middle? Well, <laughs> I'm a pain patient who started following you on Don't Punish Pain. I've spoken to you a few times, actually, Claudia. And uh, Oh, that's oh, okay. Yeah. I speak with here, a lot of people, so it's hard. I know. I, no, I know. And I've talked to Dr. Feldman as well before. Oh, um, I'm so glad. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember you. I remember yeah. you now. Yeah. Yes. But, I'm the one okay. with the severe endometriosis and, you know, crazy, a lot of crazy different conditions. But I originally started following you on Facebook, Don't Punish Pain, a little over a year ago and just from stuff that you've posted i've followed you know you you posted oh, cool. something about tim and dave so i followed and kind oh, of good. Get connected through you so <laughs> yeah oh that's good i always like yeah. to see that happen well we Absolutely. like to bring um i like we like to bring good these are good guys too i only you know i only align myself with good people Absolutely. i don't surround myself with any bad people um for me it's all about positive yeah i haven't you know i live i said i said it before and i'm not being godly but when i pray i always say give me the strength to diet strong train strong advocate strong because for me it's like fitness faith fortitude um and that's what keeps me sane if uh, thank god because i wouldn't be any good for anybody else but melissa i remember you calling in um and 
so Tim and Dave, this is what we do. We get on the phone with patients and we try to yeah, find them yeah. solutions. And sometimes people just want to share their story. And sometimes people feel better just knowing that, okay, you're not alone. Like there's so there's 30, 40 million others. And if we can just make somebody like a sigh of relief, that was worth it. So it's worth it. Hey, I just want to respond to our chat. Chat's firing up right now. We got a lot of interaction. First of all, I want to say what's up to my boy um, on the show here. Uh, we listen to him on Friday nights. He's got a good podcast, Ralph William Podcast. He plays I saw music. That. Yeah, we play. He plays music. He's got his own podcast. Cool dude. I was on there last week before the Super Bowl. We had a good time. Plays really good music. Um, the other thing going on here is I got uh, I got crazy motherfucker. And Ventoros, uh, these guys here, they're talking about, you know, my stance on legalizing drugs and why they think you would have more overdoses because it'd be unregulated. And of course, no, all this no way, not very, at all. That's a very no. simple way to think. But let Opposite. me talk to uh, Ventoros real quick. Uh, Ventoros, you can make meth with any household chemical. Me and Dave have already proved it. If you go into our past episodes, I could tell you they use all kinds of things. They use wasp spray. Yep. You can go buy wasp spray and make methamphetamine. Oh you can make methamphetamine out of various amount of chemicals. Very cheap. Can I? What is methamphetamine? So, Why do people like it? What is it? It's it's like a. Uh, it's definitely an upper. It's a stimulant. It keeps you awake. It keeps you alert. Um, if it's overused, it suppresses your appetite. Methamphetamine is really big in the Philippines because two thirds of the country like strong, is poor. Like He-Man or something. It can. It yeah. can. It depends what oh, the ingredients are. What an so awful be, feeling. Yeah. Who it wants can be to very, feel like that? Yeah. But he's and then you using get meth, meth mouth. as an example. Meth, 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 meth is something that even if you don't regulate it, regulate it. People that are hooked that are that are hooked on meth. Mm -hmm. um, there's no safe access to good meth. Matter of fact, here's an here's something for you. Um, the thing that is amphetamine in the same family, very close to meth, is something that is one of the most prescribed medicines in this country. Adderall. Adderall, exactly. Yeah. Adderall, Adderall is an amphetamine. It is one molecule away from methamphetamine. You're you're very close. You're in the same family. Mm -hmm. It is one of the most addictive things because in the students, they use it mostly sometimes, I guess, as a stimulant to stay up and study. People use it and people, I know people that use it. I've used it. Uh, somebody gave it to me. I tried it once or whatever. But the whole thing is you're not, because you make drugs more accessible and you Sorry. regulate them does not mean that people are going to start overdosing on them. People are overdosing now because they don't know what they're getting. Exactly. That's what people are not getting. They're they're not getting the fact that look at alcohol right now. Alcohol kills more than anybody. I mean, alcohol. If alcohol was the fucking world leader of world wars, it would be Hitler. It would be Stalin. I mean, ask alcohol this question. Is, is is dominating, but they they don't give a shit because it's alcohol because it's regulated. Let me ask the question to all the callers: If meth was legal right now, would you go buy it? No, I would not. No, exactly. No. Because I'm that. old. Because I'm old, and I if I'm gonna take anything, it's not gonna be to like give me energy. My God, if I had any more energy, I would pop out of my skin. But I just didn't understand the um, incentive with meth. I I I you know, I see the meth mouth and how people become monsters on it. But I didn't. I never understood why people would want to experience that high. 
But you hey, should, the you highest should, high, I should, guess. You should Chief. make your kids save meth mouth photo on their phone unlock screen for a month. That's <laughs> oh, our. That's, that's what awful. you should do. You should show that, them that shit. There sad, should be an app. Yeah. There should be an app when you look in your phone and you smile. It gives you meth mouth, so you know what you look like. Because I'm telling you, it's a dirty drug. It's a nasty drug. Okay. Uh, do they smoke it or do they, they snort it? it? Snort it, shoot it. Oh, you can it. shoot it. You can too. shoot it. Wow. You can okay. do it in just a different ways. Yeah, absolutely. Is is the and, is the buzz from it the same? Do you know whether you smoke it, snort it, shoot it? It's different. It's it different, different each way, and it, it hits you quicker. You know, your most yeah. your most bioavailable is going to be shooting up. It's going right into your bloodstream. Right. If you're smoking it, it takes a little bit. And if you're, you know, snorting, it takes a little bit, too. But, but we've done episode, whole episodes it, right? on met methamphetamine. Oh. And believe it or not, America's bad. But if you live in the Philippines oh, and they you're love doing it. drugs, they will yes. come right in your house and they will shoot you and kill you. If, I, if we're living in the Philippines right now and I call the police and I say, Dave's smoking a joint, they will come knock down his door. They will shoot quest. They will shoot first, ask questions later. They've killed 20,000 people in slangs already in their dirty drug war because Damn. they kill users. They kill drug dealers. They kill everybody that's even. And guess what? Guess what? Record amounts of drugs getting smuggled in, busted all the time. Guess what? Record high skyrocketing prices. It did nothing but make people richer make more people die you can't regulate what people put in their body whether it's sugar whether it's flour whether it's ocean water i don't yep. give a fuck you, you can't agree. do it unless you're going to physically strap us down and watch us 24 7. so well, I, think I think it's, it's the point is moot the point it's is coming moot. to that though they are they're trying to strap us down and watch us 24 7. i mean it's it's getting real bad with yeah, the they just, sorry, I just get so worked up about this uh, shit sometimes. No, I do too, That's man. all right. I it's, agree. It, you know what it is? It's a, it's a good dialogue for the pain community to have with, uh, you know, it's time to bridge the gap between the two communities because there's so much hate right now. There's there so is. much hate for the, the, oh, absolutely. You know, the pain community is like, we're not, we're not addicts. Why are we being, why are we like being one. treated like addicts? And it's, you know, especially for a vet, for anybody with pain. Um, Can but we talk about the hoops that pain patients have to jump through every month? Uh, the pill yes. counts, the, oh, yeah. See, uh, the UAs. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's it's ridiculous. I, I my last drug test actually came back no opioids. So now my false doctor negatives. thinks I'm selling them. Right. The full and false negatives happen. All the time. And I know. It's a purpose as a reason. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I really do. I get one pain pill a day. One oh, a day. And he's trying mm. to take it away from me. Mm. Yeah, they, they, and they it's a lifesaver to me. It's a lifesaver to me. There, there could be. Mm. This is why I could have been negative. There's two, three days I go and I don't take a pain pill. I, I only take them as needed. Right. So right. this is what I've been trying to explain to the doctor. Right. I Maybe I didn't have any in my system. I only take them when I need them. There's days I take one in the morning, one in the afternoon, one at night. Other days, I don't take any at all. So yeah. I'm trying and, and, to, and to that's let it give me another chance. Yes. Well, they've taken that right away. So you can't even be a patient who calls their doctor and says, you know, can I have a script for pain medication? No, you have to go to pain management. Well, if you go to pain management, you have to take pain medication every day to be 
a, a patient of pain management. So you can't even get a script as needed. So they're, they really, they pigeonholed. And like I tell people, if you're fortunate to even get medication, consider yourself lucky. Yeah. Hey, you guys. Yep. You guys, I have, I have about, I just checked my text and there's 16 people waiting to hear back from myself and Dr. Feldman. (laughs) So this was a good show. Um, Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thanks and for thanks. everybody for calling in. Yes. It was awesome, you guys. Thank you. I'll call awesome. you sometime you guys come on if I can. And and Bye-bye. these and when and <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And and we'll know the t- we'll know the time ahead of time and we will um we'll promote it and we'll do what we can. It's gonna be a good show. It's gonna be a good show. Cool. Cool. I'm glad I noticed it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Make sure you check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever, Daily Addict Show. You can just Google it to whatever. You can catch us. uh, We're everywhere. So if you just want to follow us, follow Claudia. Uh, Make sure you're on the, you know, follow her on Facebook. We don't have a Facebook. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. We'll get all the information out to you that you need to tune in on the next live show this has been fantastic i never would have thought 40 50 people would be joining our show today we're just kind of doing a test live show and it's kind of like way, a pop-up in, in live a few show months, so. you guys are going to be huge. no it's going to it's going to blow up yeah yes. it'll blow up uh, that's I we have so. that effect these crazy women dave tim dave yeah. we have this effect on men all right everybody <laughs> yeah. let's talk soon okay thank all you right. guys you rock bye bye all right bye yeah Thanks, uh, right. everybody. We we just appreciate the support. So we'll see you. Catch us on podcast. Peace out. Thank Tim you, guys. Dave. We appreciate your support as well. No problem. Thank you. Thanks, Bye, guys. Everybody. Talk soon.